Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Brennan. I am a lifestyle blogger, wife, and first-time mom here to inspire you and share topics on my lifestyle, beauty, mindset, and motherhood with the hopes of helping you and encouraging you in some way. Today is episode 10, and we are officially in the double digits, episode number 10. I have been having so much fun recording these episodes, and I honestly had no idea how much work went into creating and running a podcast, but I've noticed it has really helped me tap into my passionate side, and I feel like it also started to help me find my voice and speak from a place of intention and has been pretty fulfilling so far. I honestly cannot wait to get even more guests on the show to bring you as much value as I can and honestly to start bringing on some incredible and inspiring people for you and I to learn from, have some enriching and insightful conversations with, laugh with, and really just focus on making an impact with the show. Last week, my sister-in-law, Julia, was on the show, and she was my first ever guest on the podcast, and it was just so much fun. If you haven't listened to that one, definitely go back, give it a listen. It was episode nine. We talked about wedding stuff, marriage, her career as a hairstylist, and lash tech, and we even touched on the topic of anxiety, so definitely go back and give that a listen. I am so excited to talk about today's topic. My best wellness tips and things I love to do for my own personal wellness, I wanted to share the things that have helped me feel better, not just in my body, but also for my mind, my emotions, and overall health in general. I think this is honestly a topic that I could go on and on and on about and probably cover on multiple episodes, but today I'm just going to share what's top of mind when I think of wellness And I think wellness is so much more than just physical health. It's a more holistic view, in my opinion, on how your physical health ties into your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and even pours into your social life, your relationships, because we are humans and we thrive off of our connections. And the healthier and deeper they are and the more meaningful they are, the happier we are, in my opinion. And I feel like it does tie into our wellness. (laughs) I will start off by saying I am not a professional by any means, nor a doctor. I am just sharing my own personal experience and what has helped for me. I also want to point out that I am not perfect. I don't always get it right. There's always something new to learn. And I think if we aren't evolving, then what are we doing? Choosing to settle choosing to stay stagnant, choosing mediocrity. That probably sounds kind of harsh, but it's so true. And I think our spirits begin to die when we aren't growing personally or experiencing new things or exposing ourselves to bigger and better or just having an open mind and also choosing to lean into empathy and compassion for others because I believe how we take care of ourselves helps us to show up better in the world and also how we treat others. And I also believe that how we treat others is a choice. (laughs) I know it probably seems like I'm getting a little deep here, but this is where I get very passionate and it's what I've been loving most about having my own show. I get to be creative and make it whatever I want it to be. And this is what I am choosing to share. And it makes me happy to be able to talk about it and express my perspective on it. So I hope you're able to take something from this and be able to apply it to your own life and your own personal growth journey. A lot of the tips in here that I'm going to share today, you may have already heard before. Some are very simple and practical, but 
but they all have helped me in some way and I know you'll just love them. <laughs> so with that being said, let's just get into it. So straight from the dictionary, wellness is the quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as the result of deliberate effort. So here are some things that I do for wellness in my body. First and foremost, prioritizing sleep and making sure I have a really great long restful sleep because everything works better. My mind, my mood, how I feel, and it affects every area like a domino. And I have way less brain fog. I'm more productive. I'm happier just overall. It just, my day goes so much better when I get a good night's sleep. And I think that speaks for anyone and everything. So that's number one. Next is making sure I'm getting nutritious food in. I haven't always been good at this, but I'm slowly getting better. And lately, my intention around food is to help me thrive and not just survive. There's that saying that you're either eating to live or living to eat. <laughs> the first thing that I try to get in is protein. I have been trying to prioritize this lately because I have noticed such a difference whenever I am getting my protein in. I'm much fuller. I feel satiated and I'm not hungry all day long or like it actually helps with me to prevent me from snacking so much. If you know me, I'm a big snacker. <laughs> So it's definitely helped that and curb a lots of cravings and I kind of just eat just to feel satiated and it's been a much healthier journey when it comes to food and it's the first thing that I try and eat the first thing to eat at every meal I have eggs every single morning and I make sure to get them pasture-raised organic eggs and definitely want to take it a step further and look for a local farm or farmer's market that sell fresh organic eggs that are pasture-raised and not fed corn and soy the reason is because there are different types of eggs if you haven't noticed already in the store you can buy and usually the cheaper they are the less nutritional value they hold so there are actually five different types of eggs that you can get the first one i would say it has the least amount of nutritional value so they're regular eggs they are fed corn and soy and they are caged chickens next up from that is cage free they're still fed corn and soy but they're not caged they're still in their chickens crowded indoors which is still not good if you can picture that that's the type of food that is those are the eggs that you're consuming next up better than those two are free range mostly fed corn and soy they are chickens that have access to outdoors but only two square foot per bird so a lot better than regular or cage-free eggs but not the best next up is pasture raised pasture raised chickens are fed some corn and soy but also bugs and worms these chickens get to roam outdoors if organic their feed won't contain pesticides and the best eggs that you can get your hands on which actually are probably the hardest to find so that's why it's good to find a local farm that you can speak to or a farmer's market these are pasture raised chickens but are corn and soy free so no corn no soy they have the lowest in pupas and chickens are able to roam outdoors and it's the best option because they have lots of space to roam and fed the best Another thing I don't do is I don't count calories or macros. I actually like to eat intuitively, <laughs> but also eating without restrictions and eating with intention. Like I said, I don't restrict myself, so I do like to have a snack here and there. I love chocolate, cookies, sometimes cereal at night, which I know isn't the best, but I feel like I have a pretty balanced diet at the moment. I am also pretty exclusively breastfeeding, so I definitely need to make sure that I am eating enough and not letting myself go hungry. I don't usually let myself go hungry, but I try to make sure I am eating eating enough food and not just any food, food with as much nutritional value as I can get. And recently I've actually been looking into the animal-based diet influenced by Paul Saladino. 
If you're not familiar eating animal-based, it just means sticking to mostly meat and organs, but also eating fruit, honey, and raw dairy. If you haven't heard of Paul Saladino, he has been all over Instagram recently and on so many different podcasts and platforms, and he is the founder of Heart and Soil Supplements, which I actually want to make the switch to once I run out of my current prenatals. The ones that I'm currently using are by Thorn, which are great, but I definitely want to switch to something that I can get even more nutrients from. So basically his view is that you can get all the nutrients and more from an animal-based diet. Nutrients you cannot get from plants alone. And he has said that all the nutrients you can get from plants, you can get from animals plus more. He also believes that vegetables obviously hold nutritional value, but are filled with so many defense chemicals, it's almost not even worth it, which I so relate to because I hate vegetables. And ever since I was a kid, I was super picky and never wanted to eat veggies. And I've been a little bit better with it lately. But ever since I came across Paul and his message, it really, really resonated with me because he's all about eating red meats and organic, not just red meat from anywhere, but really quality cuts of meat, quality meat from quality animals raised on quality farms. <laughs> I have honestly never felt more seen when it comes to nutrition ever since I found his content and what I believe when it comes to food and what to eat and what not to eat. And he talks about how fruit has the least amount, very minimal defense chemicals in them and is actually part of the plant that it wants you to eat. And this resonates so much. And he keeps it simple, red meat, raw dairy, fruit, and raw honey. Super simple. You get all the nutrients your body needs and so much more than just a diet full of veggies and grains and processed foods and highly processed dairy. So I love my dairy and I love my meats. So this just fits so perfectly with how I, how I love food. Another thing is he talks about, which you can get a free 30 day challenge guide on the heart and soil website, I believe. But in there, they talk about ruminant versus I don't know if I'm saying the word right, monogastric animals. So ruminant, which just means that their ruminant animals have more than one stomach, so they're actually better able to digest and convert excess pufas. Pufas are a linol, I don't know if I'm saying this right, linoleic, Lin, linoleic, I don't know, L-I-N-O-L-E-I-C acid. Also, the linoleic acid is found in seed oils, but they're able to convert the excess pufas and convert them into healthy saturated fats. Seed oils is another thing he is against. I just love everything he talks about, minus consuming raw liver. If that's something... I don't know that I'd ever see myself doing, maybe like way down the line, but it is something you can get in pill format from heart and soil supplements, which I thought was pretty cool. So just for an example, ruminant animals are cow, deer, lamb, buffalo, or bison, goat, and then monogastric or corn and soy fed animals are pigs, turkey, and chicken. Whereas ruminant animals are more grass-fed, monogastric animals are only healthy and hard to find when not raised on conventional modern diets. So you need to speak to local farms and ask them about how they raise their animals. Also, you might even think I'm crazy for not eating vegetables, but this just validated for me not eating vegetables all those years. Definitely did not get the nutrients I needed in other ways though, but now I know how to. I've never had raw dairy, but it's definitely something I want to try out. I need to do some research on local farms and local farmers markets that sell it. I'm pretty sure there's a website you can go to. It's I think it's called realmilkfinder.com or you can just Google raw milk near me and there should be something that comes up to you. I also heard 
that drinking raw milk and honey like mixed in tastes like a vanilla milkshake. I'm actually excited to try that, but apparently there is so much that you can get from raw dairy, like so many nutrients, and it's a, basically a superfood. My next tip is one that I've been slowly starting to develop and practice is having a routine. So a morning routine and an evening routine, a consistent morning and evening routine. Obviously it looks different when you have a child. It Things just get thrown off a lot. But it's definitely a great thing to focus on to improve your wellness because you're able to develop or build out a routine that also encompasses all of your healthy habits that you're trying to build. Things like getting sunlight every day, taking a walk, oral care, hair care, skin care, meditation, prayer, whatever other habits you want to incorporate to start and end your day on the best note possible. Also getting into a healthy and productive routine means you're able to knock out your habits more effortlessly. And the reason is because our brains love to find ways to reduce the amount of mental energy we use up so it will learn a habit and begin to program it in your mind subconsciously which means we use less mental energy love neuroscience you should really look into it because i am like obsessed with anything that has to do with the brain or the mind how the mind works and so an example would be ever drive somewhere on a route that you always take and you can't remember how you got from point A to point B, or you can't remember if you brushed your teeth this morning or not. It's because those are learned habits that you don't have to think about when you're doing them or use mental energy to convince you to do those things. You did them on autopilot. So basically anything that is a learned habit that has been so ingrained in your brain over a long course of many years is something that you can literally do without thinking about it and is usually you on autopilot and you usually forget you were even you even did those things. <laughs> But that's basically what that is, and it's pretty cool. I also highly encourage reading Atomic Habits or honestly just searching articles or YouTube videos that give an overview of the book because there are so many helpful insights for this. And the book has over 15 million plus, I believe, sales or downloads, and I think it's probably one of the most popular personal growth books out there at the moment. <laughs> Some other tips that I have are for your oral care routine, tongue scraping. This is something that I love doing. At the end of my oral care routine, you can go on Amazon and order tongue scraper. I love that. I love dry brushing before getting in the shower for lymphatic drainage and for helping remove dead skin cells off of my skin. I've talked about my stories before. Hair care, I use money hair care products. I have used their shampoo, conditioner, and hair care products, styling products since 2018, and I haven't used anything since then I absolutely love them and I love that they're clean skincare as well switching to clean skincare products and switching also to cleaner safer makeup that won't mess with your health or your hormones I absolutely love beauty counter for this they have great alternatives really great makeup that is clean and is good for you because our skin is the largest organ so it is very important for us to monitor what we're putting onto it because it all absorbs into your body. Another tip is to reduce toxins as much as possible. Obviously, this is easier said than done, and I do consider myself a crunchy-ish, heavy on the ish. <laughs> if you don't know what a crunchy mama is, just look it up. It's more of like a holistic approach to living. So one thing I like to do also in regards to being crunchy, I like to avoid 
fragrances as much as possible. Again, easier said than done. I'm not over here telling you to throw anything and everything with fragrance because that would be absurd in my opinion. However, I do believe in less toxic products when you can. And I actually stopped wearing perfume when I got pregnant. I would only wear it if we were going somewhere like a wedding or event or whatever and would only do one pump or one spritz because perfumes and fragrances are actually harmful for our endocrine system, aka our hormones that affect our brain and our nervous system. So that is super, super important to me. I also minimize using perfumes or lotions and creams filled with perfumes. I actually got Bob a cologne from Dime Beauty for, I think it was for Father's Day. It smells so good, but it's much cleaner than the other colognes out there. You can use code KristenBrennan20 for 20% off. That is K-R-I-S-T-E-N-B-R-E. NNAN20 for 20% off your purchase with Dime Beauty. Another thing that I stopped using are candles. I like to use maybe one or two every once in a while when I have company over or we host just to get a nice smell throughout the house. I do want to look into cleaner candles, but right now I'm just trying to use up the ones that I have. But that is one thing I stopped buying is candles because they're extremely toxic. And with having a dog and a baby, that is important for me for their health as well. Some other random wellness tips I've done in the past is buying fresh eucalyptus and hanging it in the shower. Oh, not only does it smell so good, helps you relax, breathe easier. It actually opens up your sinuses. And if you have a cough or sore throat, it will help reduce your symptoms. And it's also great if you deal with anxiety too. Another thing that I love doing is ending my steaming hot showers with a cold rinse. So like you can also take a full cold shower if you want to, but cold showers help with regulating your nervous system, building up your resilience muscle. And there's so many other benefits. Helps give you a boost to your immune system, improve circulation, reduce inflammation and muscle soreness, pain, and so much more. And I would say for now, that is like a few of the basics for my physical wellness. I kind of want to like touch on some tips for mental wellness. I like to journal. I love to brain dump. I love having a routine, like I said, and another big one is distancing myself from negativity and drama. I no longer have time for this and I notice a major difference. This makes all my mental and emotional health and my own personal peace. Also, the world can be a very, very shitty place with a lot of shitty people, but there's also a lot of good in the world and a lot of incredible people doing incredible things. And I'm consciously choosing to focus on that and surround myself with that. Some other random helpful tip is to clean as you go throughout the house. This prevents overwhelm and you getting behind and I wanted to get into more but I can hear my daughter crying so I'm going to close out today's episode I know it was kind of like a quick recording but basically anything that will help you thrive physically mentally emotionally and spiritually I think make up your overall wellness there is so much more I could get into but I'm going to leave it at that for now and go tend to Olivia and with that I hope you enjoyed today's episode thank you for listening in and I will talk to you next week